0: I'm so grateful you're here. Now let's get into the show. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in today, as always. We are officially in New Year's time. We had our Christmas episode on Monday. This episode comes out on Thursday, December 28th, 2023. We are officially now in the weird week between (laughs) Christmas and New Year's. And this week for me is always very reflective. So I do like to think about the new year. There is something that happens. Like, of course, we can change at any time. But there is something special that happens You know, when we have a clean slate and we get to January 1st and it's the energy of the new year. And I really, like I said, uh, you know, really try to get quiet and get reflective about how the year was and the energy that I want to bring into next year. So I am going to be doing an episode about my 2024 intentions that is going to come out on New Year's Day, including my word, which I did share a Sunday sooth about that. And um, I do have sort of a ritual that I do at the end of the year. I'll be talking about that a little bit more at the end of this episode. We'll be talking about it more on January 1st. Uh, But it is, you know, I think there is power here. I think that this is a very potent time. Uh, Always a strange word to say potent. (laughs) Uh, And I think that we can gain a lot from it. So as always, I wanted to remind you that my GlowFit program is still open for enrollment. Early bird pricing goes until this Sunday, December thirty first. Uh, we don't start until January sixteenth. The you will save two hundred dollars if you enroll between now and the thirty first. So. Can't wait for that six months. You and me, me doing your macros and your workouts. You got, you just got to show up. Obviously, the hardest part, and implement and do the stuff. But you will have a plan to get into the best shape of your life, and I will be doing the program too. I am gonna go ahead and continue to get strong and work on getting into the best shape of my life. And we're gonna have so much stuff in there, like how to do a pull up, specific skill work. Uh, we're gonna be going into different you know, topics from my Bloom program, like codependency and stuff like that, but all with the ultimate goal of getting into the best shape of your life and feeling absolutely incredible. So let's get right into this episode right now. So 2023, I've mentioned it on several podcasts already, was hands down the hardest year of my life. And I don't, of course, I had gone through stuff before, but I was somebody who hadn't really gone through like the unthinkable, right? Like I always had that thought of like, oh, that type of stuff like doesn't happen to me. And that's just straight up bullshit. <laughs> like it, it, Up until that point, it hadn't, but it can. And it can happen at any moment that something can change, that the unthinkable can happen. Nobody is protected life is ruthless. Life doesn't really care about your feelings. And I used to think that people who would talk like that I'm like, "Damn, that's so harsh." But now that I've gone through that, I am like, "Oh yeah, this is real. Like nobody nobody is safe from death, right? Nobody is safe from traumatic, terrible things happening." And you know, I'm not speaking about this in a negative way. It's more so a way to get inspired around Oh shit, if these things can happen, I better take the times that I am healthy and that I am capable and that I am here and I should really live to the fullest and I should really do the things that I want to do and live authentically and not waste my time. Sometimes we need things like that to happen in order for us to really wake up and I will not ever be the same after this year. And sort of the things that I, I'm going to be talking about my five biggest lessons, but if you're new to the podcast, I, my dad got sick, uh, in 2021, actually, we didn't know that it was ALS, which is what he had. Uh, and we didn't really find out until, you know, his symptoms got really bad at the end of 2022. And then in 2023, he was finally diagnosed officially with ALS and I mean, it was just literally the worst thing I have ever gone through ever. Like you take the person who is the most important to you in your life and you think you're going to have them for another 20 years and then, and nothing has ever happened to them. And then something does happen, something that you're like, no, this can't happen and what if I throw resources at it? what if i what if something changes? What if I can control it? You can't control it so that happening was just obviously huge. My dad did pass away like many of you know on august twenty first of this year it's been about four months now. And I've talked about that. Uh, I'm not going to get into that today. Uh, You can listen to Monday's episode (laughs) to learn a little bit more about grief. And I have done podcast episodes about that too. So that was happening. I was also in a relationship that was no longer aligned to me. And perhaps it was never aligned as I have been, have obviously reflected on that and took time to heal from that. That sort of was a catalyst that opened. Up in different ways to sort of get into the next level of my own healing, of my own pat- patterns of self-abandonment, of my own thoughts about telling myself the truth and not hiding from the truth, and making decisions that take courage, and uh, believing that you deserve better, believing that you you can act in your worth, and that you can have the things that you want. That was very difficult, uh, was the best thing that could have ever happened to me leaving. Because then, you know, it was really my dad's sickness that really got me to that place of like, oh, I can't waste my time. I have to go do what it is that I need to do. I need to move back home. I need to be with my family. I need to be with my people. And you know, I was talking to Kim the other day who you all know is like my best friend. And she was like, I can't even imagine like you going back to your old life. And I, not that I was like, you know, super unhappy or anything, but definitely in that portion of my life I was, especially towards the end. And it, you know, obviously the stuff with my dad was compounded on top of that. And things are just so different now in general, in terms of like my day to day and, um, And more so, I really, the, the lesson that I want to come across here is that, you know, you can change things, right? It's not just about relationships. It's about you can make a switch if you need to. You can leave situations that are not healthy for you. You can have what you want. And Kim was, that's what she was telling me. She was like, your life is so different. And I was like, I, everything is good obviously I'm grieving, but like everything is exactly how I would want it to be. And I am right where I'm supposed to be. And I wouldn't have done that had I not had that courage and had I not listened to my intuition. So I'm going to go through these lessons right now. And I hope that you get something from them and whether that is making a tough decision, whether that is moving a direction, in a direction that you know that you need to. But the first lesson is that you can have what you want. I think that if you are an agreeable and flexible person in general, you tend to sacrifice and you tend to self-abandon and, and you tend to put others' needs before your own. And sometimes you might not realize that you are doing that. Or you might not realize the extent to which you are doing that until, it is, until time has passed and you realize that you've gotten into a certain pattern and way of being that isn't good for you. And I think that when we are in those situations, there is a little voice that says, this isn't right. Something isn't right here. And you don't want this. And you can try to acquiesce and coalesce and shift yourself and pretend that you don't want certain things and pretend that things are okay because it's a comfort and you've told yourself a story, but you can have what you want. The happiness that you seek, the relationships that you want, the people around you, you can have what you want. It's going to take work and it's going to take effort. And I do think that the universe rewards you whenever you make a decision that is in your highest good. And when you do something that is for your betterment, it it sees you because it sees you, right? The choices that we make signify what we think of ourselves. If we don't think that we are worth more, then we will stay in something. If we think that we are worth more, then we will leave something because we believe that we can have better. And that goes along with leaving comfort Because sometimes bad situations are comfortable and it just, that's a whole other thing because it's like, does this mirror my upbringing? Does this mirror my childhood? Does this mirror my fears about me, my biggest fears? And I end up staying in something or staying in a certain situation, whether that's a work situation, a romantic situation, a friend situation, a family situation, where this is mirroring my deepest fear to me right now and it's comfortable to me. It's comfortable to me to to do that because it hits at my deepest core wound. Like, whoa, <laughs> it's deep. And it's also true. So it is easier to stay there than to take a risk. And your nervous system is, is happy there because it's your comfort. And even if it's miserable, because doing something new would require you to take a risk. It would require you to be uncomfortable. It would require you to withstand that discomfort. And your body doesn't like that. Your nervous system doesn't like that because it's like, at least with what I'm, you know, at least in the current situation I'm in, I can predict this. I know how it's going to go. By you doing something different, it can't predict it by nature. There's no certainty there. At least like, again, it can predict the certainty. It can presi- predict how things go, even if you hate them, even if you they don't make you feel good. And doing something new is like, oh, I don't know what's over there. It's not safe. It's not certain but if you can be willing to withstand a couple months of uncertainty and discomfort to have the rest of your life for better i am prom- i i swear to you you can't even fathom right now how good things can get if you are willing to get through that discomfort and what what i think you'll begin to see is that you making the choice like I've talked before about Caroline Mice and the battery pack. you Once you make the choice, you get more energy and it's not nearly as bad as you thought it was. The hardest part is making the decision. And again, that comes back to you can have what you want. You don't have to tolerate what's not good for you. Number two, things don't have to be hard. Granted, things are hard in the sense of like, yes, action steps working out all of that. But when it comes to like your relaxed time and time in your relationships and stuff like that, like it doesn't it shouldn't be hard. Like that's your your relaxed time. That's like your leisure. It doesn't have to be hard. Like things should feel pretty simple in your life or you should try to work towards doing it the best you can. Granted, every situation is gonna have bullshit every situation, right? There's like always going to be something that isn't ideal. So I'm not talking about perfection. I'm talking about like your nervous system can feel relaxed. Like you can feel like I am chill. I am, even if things are hard, you can be like, I know where I'm supposed to be. I know that this is good for me and it doesn't have to be so hard. And again, those sort of the, the deciding factor here is like, How does my nervous system feel in this situation? If it feels heightened and stressed and not right, that is your signal. Because once you get into the environment that's good for you, things will feel relaxed. Your body will feel relaxed. And most importantly, it will feel safe. Be grateful that your nervous system alerts you to those things. It is always talking to you. It is taking cues that you might not know or realize yet that are unconscious. So even if you're like, oh, I can't trust my gut or whatever it is, pay attention to how your nervous system feels. Is it heightened? Does it feel unsafe? Is it anxious? That is not good. I will talk about reinf- intermittent reinforcement eventually, which is a whole thing. And I'm not gonna b- talk about it today, but the lesson here is you can allow yourself to feel relaxed. And you can feel relaxed under pressure sometimes. Like, for example, if I'm on a long run, It's so hard, but like I feel safe. I've exposed myself to that discomfort and it feels good. So it just means that your body feels like this is where I'm supposed to be. This is what feels right to me. Number three is listen to your gut. Something is talking. The body is talking to you. You're getting sent signals. Listen to those things because the thing is, you know, whatever it is that you are going through right now, you know what the answer is. And sometimes we spend so much time convincing or coercing or trying to get opinions from people. If you're asking for advice repeatedly on something, you know the answer. You just want someone to tell you differently so it feels safer to you. And if I'm talking harshly right now, it's just because like this is what I needed to hear back then, right? Where... You know what it is. You know what the answer is, but you try to lie and convince yourself. And that just like feels so crappy because that then puts us under the assumption that we don't, it puts us under the assumption that we, that we don't know and we do. It's not a matter of not knowing, of knowing or not knowing. It's a matter of doing what the answer is telling us. Cause it's inconvenient sometimes it would, you know, you're gonna have to shift your life or make a decision that isn't good. Doesn't mean that you have to like go crazy and like, you know, be impulsive, but it means that you can start moving in a direction. You can start making choices and going back to the battery pack. Caroline Mice talks about, um, if you're on Hoopla, which is a free library app, she has a book called something with self-esteem. I love that book. It's an audio book. You can probably get it on Amazon too but Hoopla Digital has it for free. Uh, Caroline Mice, M-Y-S-S. I will link this in the show notes. Um, But she talks about how we all have a battery pack and whenever we are doing something that's not aligned to who we truly are, the battery pack will get depleted. And whenever we make a decision that is for us, even if it's hard, we will get energy. The battery pack will go on supercharge and it's going to give you the energy to move forward. And I found that happened to me the moment I made certain decisions of like going home to be with my dad, it was like, okay, let's go. Like I got like the Mario Kart star, right? Where you just like get more energy. You know, when you get the star in Mario Kart and you, it's like, I I really have definitely talked about this on a podcast before, this specific thing, maybe with this exact example, but You get that battery pack and you're like, okay, even if this shit is so hard right now, I am moving through and I have it. It doesn't mean that like you're still not going to cry and feel your feelings and need to process, but you will feel equipped to move through, which is my next point. You can get through anything. Losing my dad was my biggest fear and it happened and I survived it and I will continue surviving it. The reality that I will have to live the rest of my life without my dad and his presence is a terrible thing to accept. And I don't think I'll ever accept it. And I will continue living. I will continue doing what I need to do. First of all, it is what he would have wanted for me. And second of all, it is who I am to do that as well. So things can happen and they can be terrible and it doesn't mean it's like toxically positive like, oh, I'm just not going to pay attention to this and like, I'm just going to like suppress everything. No, this is both feeling the full feelings of that ultimate horrible unthinkable tragedy and knowing that you can carry that in your body and you can go do amazing things and you can feel joy and you can feel gratitude and you can get through so much now after having gone through that and also like seeing my dad deteriorate physically seeing him in the hospital you know just very traumatic things um and and you know just being witness to literally everything uh i i know that you can go through really heavy shit. not that i'm wishing this on anybody But some of us are gonna go through this. I know that you can go through really heavy stuff, like literally the worst things, and you can still wake up the next day and keep going. Take the time. Maybe you need to spend some days in bed. Maybe you need to do honor yourself, honor what it is that you need. But you can find the will to to get through it, and you will survive. We tell ourselves so many stories. I can't. I uh." even now, like my friends as they've been with me through this, you know, the, the common thing is like, I can't imagine, I can't imagine. And I couldn't have imagined before, but you can truly get through so much, especially things that you told yourself you couldn't have gone through before you couldn't have, um, sustained and you couldn't have been witnessed to like things can happen even publicly that are, you know, uh, shocking to you and, you know that you didn't expect, or whatever it is, and something that you told yourself a story about, and then it happens, and you're like, "Oh, okay, well, I'm still standing, and i I believe myself worthy to get through this and to keep showing up, and the, sort of the action step here is to keep taking the action, to keep doing the things, to keep." eating well and exercising, like it sounds so simple and trite, but it is truly how you get through stuff. And then also seeing that something can happen and you can still wake up the next day and take three steps. That is a really giant life revelation, I think. Um, Lastly, you are capable of so much more than you think and you can choose how you show up. Like truly, there is a well inside of you that can be pushed and that can go far beyond its capacity. Human capacity is so amazing. And I think that moments like this really show us who we really are. And as somebody who has been doing spiritual work and self-work for, I'd say about 12 years now or more, um, you know, somebody who craves growth and uh, really has put effort into being a resilient human, um, I I think that we can that we do have so much more and that that is how we get through that get through these things is by seeing like oh I've been through this I've exposed myself to things that I have felt were intolerable for me and I am okay now. I have practices for releasing feelings and feeling feelings and needing to rest and stuff but on top of that I know that for me that discipline makes me happy, that consistency is what truly allows me to be who I am. And showing up to life, not squandering myself, not thinking of myself as less than I I really am, is key. You learn about yourself through your actions. Actions reveal everything. And sometimes you need to act in the way that you want to before you actually feel yourself to be that person that is the nature of strength. That is the nature of resiliency, is just doing it and getting through it and being exposed to your literal worst fears. Again, I wouldn't wish it upon anybody, but if you go through something like that, you can actually see how much you can get through it. So again, this, these are the cards that I have was dealt this year and I am grateful for everything that happened because I, we can't feel the growth as it's happening, but we can look back and be like, oh, I'm not the same. And I know for a fact that I am not the same. And also honor your years. Like I felt guilty that, and this is just like myself, the way that I am. Like I had moments of guilt that like I couldn't show up in my business the way that I wanted to, that I had to take a month off from posting on Instagram when I moved my whole life from California to Miami, which, you know, I did completely by myself and it was fine. Um, I I didn't have bandwidth for more than that. And I was like, Oh, this year wasn't, you know, you didn't create as much content as you needed to, but some years are for rearranging and that takes energy. And then you don't have all of the energy to give to your pursuits and the things that you want. But then when you do show up, for example, when I show up in 2024 and I share all of the stuff that I have been wanting to share for a really long time, like watch out in terms of my consistency and in terms of everything that I'm going to be doing. Like, and I needed to go the way that I'm going to show up in 2024 and beyond is contingent upon me kind of hibernating and resting and alchemizing what I went through in 2023. And this just comes with like, again, not choosing what happens to us. We can't choose that. But if it does, you can have a different perspective and you can take your pain and you can alchemize it to be used through you rather than it going into you and becoming like a bad habit or an addiction or a pattern that doesn't serve you. This is like the rawest of the raw (laughs) right now. And I will be talking more about it because I don't want it to seem like toxic positivity or something like that. I want it to be real. So I'm sending you so much love. I hope you have an amazing new year. I am still in Jordan, I think at this point. Yes, I am. Um, But if you want to send me a DM, if you have a question, send me a DM at Ashley K. Pardo on Instagram. I am so grateful for you. I am, you know, I can't wait for the next episode where I'm going to be talking about the rituals that I do for this year, which includes making my yes and no list very simple practice. I do it every single year. I'll also be sharing my word on Monday's episode as well. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. I am so grateful for you, sending you a ton of love, and I will talk to you on the next one. Thank you so much for listening to Satisfied. I'd love to connect with you on Instagram, where I post content every single day, at Ashley K Pardo. If you enjoyed the show, I'd super appreciate it if you left a rating and a review on iTunes and or Spotify. If you have a question that you want to be answered on the show or you just want to say hi, send me a DM on Instagram. I love hearing from and connecting with you because you're the whole reason that I do the show. I hope that you find satisfaction wherever You are right now.